It's time, people. It's time for Blurred Speak to cover the Black Panther. Um, we're just going to dive right into it, uh, because for some reason these segments are really short and you can't really combine two of them together, or if you can, I haven't figured out how. So, uh, I'm just going to go over the recommended time, because, you know, it's my channel. I can do what I want. Uh, <laughs> so, I can't even... I'm. I think... If you're black, you need to see this movie. Um, if you're white, you need to see this movie. If you're anything, if you're human, you need to see this movie. Um, but I'm not everything else. I'm, I'm black, so I'm going to speak from who I am, right? So, starting off, I, I think I've been truly blessed to see this movie. Um... Because growing up, you do not see people that look like you in the movies. You know, black people don't have a, a Hollywood or a Bollywood. You know, I think um, Indian people are extremely fortunate to be able to create their own uh, heroes and, and, and show the their children that they can be more you know um give them somebody to look up to and i think as black people that's important for us to have because we are not what the american media likes to portray us as unfortunately for them we aren't you know so it's interesting to see uh excuse my computer it's interesting to see the fact that we can we can hold a movie on our own. We don't have to be a sidekick. We don't have to be a side plot. You know, we can be the main attraction, and people will come out in droves to see it. You know, we had a kingdom of black people ruled by a black man, and we had a <laughs> a, a, a white aide. You know, you know, both the hero and the main villain had people who were who were white at their side to help them with their schemes you know not well schemes for the villains and goals for the 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 hero I'll differentiate I know it's goals for either one of them but um I, I like legitimately I almost I almost cried in this movie because the representation is is important you know for for young black people coming up to be able to say, hey, you know, I want to be that. I want to create that. Black media is important, you know, and it, it it's it's undeniable. You can't you can't argue. You know, so um I want to talk about the uh first off, let's talk about the world building because Wakanda doesn't exist. It's not a real place. <laughs> you know, it's easy to stick superheroes in New York and say, hey, fly them around the Empire State Building, because that's there. You don't have to build that. Granted, you have to superimpose them into, you know, the shot, but you don't have to build New York, you know. you All you have to do is just go there, get the clearance to shoot. But with Wakanda, you have to, to, to have a team of designers specifically 
to build Wakanda piece by piece, you know? And Wakanda is the most technologically advanced society on the planet in the Marvel Universe, so seeing that and how tightly they hold to their traditions is honestly inspiring because, yeah, it's technologically advanced, but you have some buildings still modeled after the original, you know, uh, styles of Africa in general and how they built their structures, you know, how they style their clothes and the colors that they use, the way they speak. They've never been colonized. They still have their accents. They know English because they have access to education that far exceeds any country on the planet, you know, so it's, it's, it's incredible because that's, it's excellence, (laughs) it really is black excellence and I liked the way the story played out, um, they made some changes obviously, uh, as far as T'Challa and Killmonger being related instead of them having just had some sort of friendship or whatever relationship they had before Killmonger actually became the villain, um, because the heart-shaped herb is toxic to anybody that's not of the royal uh, bloodline. So it was interesting, definitely, to see that Eric was his cousin. Um, and I'm hey, spoiler alert: you, you don't don't listen to my my uh, my channel without knowing that first. I if you haven't seen it by now, you know you're you're, you're in the wrong place. I'm talking about these movies, anticipating that you see them. I'm not gonna make a segment right after I see something. Um, or right after it comes out. Um, but they're, they're cousins. And it's beautiful. Because it's like... Even after he... T'Challa had found that out. And he still wanted to stop Killmonger from doing the things that he was doing. He wanted to stop Eric from doing those things. He still was trying to offer him... Redemption. You know? And... Because he realized... If I'm going to help the world, I need to start with Eric. Yeah, I have to defeat him. Doesn't mean I have to kill him. Or I don't have to... 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 Exile him. I can still... I can still salvage this. And I like that about T'Challa. Because T'Challa wasn't the man that made the decision. You know, to... uh, Exclude the world from what Wakanda is willing... Is uh, able to provide... He was just upholding it because that's the only way he knew. You know, that's the only way he'd, he'd known to do it. And now he figured out a different way. You know, it's not fair because there are people that look like him that deserve his help. It's not their fault they're in the situation they're in. You know, if you have the ability to do something, you should. Shout out to Spider-Man and Uncle Ben. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, let's just... I want to talk about Michael B. Jordan and how he completely fell into this role. Normally, we see him as the hero or the main main character, but he really, really did the villain well. And I, I respect the hell out of him for even taking on a, a role like this because no one wants to be typecast. You know, they're always going to see him as the hero, but if you give them the opportunity to see you as something else, to see that you have the talent to play whatever... Hell yeah. He played the side characters before. He played the main characters before. Now he needs to play the antagonist. And he did 
he did a damn good job. And I only call him the antagonist. I'm not going to call him the villain. You know, I know I use that word because that's the word that you, you know, associate with superheroes. But I'm not going to use that word for him. He was the antagonist just because he was the opposing force. But he's not the villain. He's not the villain. The villains are the the is the there are the system that was in place to oppress people that look like him and the black people that are unwilling to help people that may not be as educated as them or may not come from the place they come from you know they may not have the opportunities they have because as I said earlier if you have the ability to do something for somebody else you should and if you know there are people that look like you and don't have the same opportunities you have and you have the means to change something like that even if it's a little bit you should so his motivations are completely completely valid his methods not so much but his motivation is something we can identify with and I think that that's why he was such a good antagonist because we identify with him because you can identify with him I feel like even T'Challa understood what he was trying to get at but it was the way his methods came across that created the feud you know um, so I was I was blown away by Michael B's performance Chadwick Boseman he brings life to T'Challa every time he's on screen. You know, it's interesting because he's not just some guy. You know, this man can play anybody. <laughs> and in the words of Tony Baker, I don't know if you know who that is, but go look at his uh, in- his Instagram or his any little snippets of his comedy special. Subscribe to his channel, Tony Baker Comedy. Tony Baker said... <laughs> Tony Baker said he doesn't know who his agent is, but his agent is putting in work, okay? Because this man played Thurgood Marshall, he played James Brown, he played Jackie Robinson. You know, this man can play anybody black that you put in front of him. If you put somebody in front of Chadwick Boseman, he gonna play that character. So it was it was cool to see a character I've only seen on pages, you know, uh, come to life in such a way. Like I'm reading the the Ta-Nehisi Coates uh, interpretation of the Black Panther and it honestly I think um, Chadwick Boseman does a good job of being T'Challa more than just the Black Panther because the Black Panther is an extension of T'Challa you know so T'Challa himself is always wrestling with his motivations wrestling with who he is and uh, what kind of king he wants to be, you know, and I think that uh, Chadwick Boseman fed off that, you know, he realized that this isn't a character that's sure about himself, even though he's of royal blood, even though all eyes are on him, he doesn't know, he doesn't know what he wants to be, what kind of king he wants to be, who he wants to be to his people, uh, and who he wants to be to the world, and I think that even with everything that was going on, people that wrote this movie, shout out to Ryan Coogler, did a great job of bringing that across in the character and giving Chadwick something to go on, you know, giving him a, a guideline based on, uh, to base his decisions on how to play the character, 
So I think overall it was great. Uh, the, the soundtrack. Jesus Christ. Okay, Kendrick. Kendrick did his thing. <laughs> All the songs lead right into one another. Um, and they perfectly, I think they perfectly fit the narrative. Um, I could do without some of the artists on there because I feel like their verses didn't really highlight uh, what the story was about or any of the characters specifically, but every part that Kendrick had something to do with related back to one of the characters. So I think it was it was interesting to listen to, and I've been listening to it for the past three days. Um, but I was glad to see this movie, honestly, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the next Black Panther story. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the Infinity War. Uh, I feel like, based on what we've seen in the trailers, he's going to be vital to their success uh, against Thanos. Um, I don't know if they're going to go the way that he and um, some of his other compatriots went about uh, defeating Thanos in another story. Uh, just look that up. I'm not going to spoil anything on that because it's comic book. You should be able to get your hands on it um, and read it yourself. But... I'm interested in seeing where they go with the Black Panther. Um, and I can honestly say now he's he's my favorite superhero. I normally would tell somebody Static, and Static Shock is still near and dear to me, but seeing the Black Panther and seeing so many different issues that uh, black people face in their own society and in their own mindset uh, addressed in, in a Marvel movie, of all places, you know, I think that that was incredibly eye-opening because Marvel never made any references to the black community or how black people live in this country or how uh, black superheroes are viewed by young black children. That scene where at the end the child walked up to T'Challa and asked him who he was and T'Challa just smiled, you know? Because you could see right at that moment that that black kid knew that he he himself is worth more now, you know? Yeah, he lives in this place that's kind of hard to grow up in, but he's worth more. You can see this man who has a flying hover vehicle touchdown. He wants that now. I can do that. You know, or I'm, I can achieve something greater. You know? So, it, it really... It's inspirational. And I think that if you are just looking for something to watch... Or if you're black and you are just not satisfied with how we're represented in media, or if you're white and you want to understand, uh, <laughs> you want to understand why black people have so much to say, why we're uh, so upset with the the people who help run this country, or why we're so upset with the way things are. Watch the movie. I mean, it's not going to perfectly explain how we feel, but it's a window. It's a window and it's something that you can draw questions from and pose them in a constructive setting. Um, and for my black people, foster those conversations. If, if a white person asks you how you feel about something, there's no need to jump all over them or jump down their throat. Explain. Calmly. Let them know what's up. Educate them. Because the only way the world is going to get better is through education. It starts there. You know? I would say something sappy like love and all that. It's not that. It's education. You know? People have to be willing and ready to listen 
willing and ready to explain themselves calmly and intelligently. And I don't mean that you have to speak necessarily like I do if you speak, you know, with heavy slang or ebonics or however you speak, as long as you're bringing across your argument in a way uh, that's truthful, you know, honest and calm. Power to you. Have those conversations. Don't be afraid to to speak up. White people don't be afraid to ask. Anybody don't be afraid to ask. You know? We're not monsters. <laughs>